On this week's episode of What the Heck, we check in with Tyler to see what's cooking in his brain, talk about sports and how we've been getting by without them, and try our hand at finding love on Creepy Craigslist. Crack a cold one and kick your feet up. It's time for the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode three of What the Heck. I'm Colin Frederick here with Jake Reese and Tyler Heck, as always. Gentlemen, how are we doing this evening? Fabulous. Yep, doing well. It's uh, Thursday, I believe, is when we're doing this recording. And uh, I'm kind of at that stage in the springtime in my line of work that I don't have any idea what day it is until someone actually reminds me. Um, or I'm forced to write it down somewhere. Everything's just kind of run in, running together. But, I, th- I uh, think I've been like that for the last two months. Yeah, I, I mean, would I, agree. I vaguely know what day it is. See, I suppose really that's kind I know of a, it's a weekday or I know it's a weekend. I suppose like, that's kind of a thing that on either end of the spectrum, your days start running together. Like if you're real busy or if you're real, real not busy. Yeah. Yep. Every day is kind of the same. Yep. My dad always talks about how it's like Groundhog Day. I was just going to say that. <laughs> We've talked about Groundhog Day multiple times in my house. <laughs> You just you get up and do it, and you go to bed, and it's the same exact thing. Yep. Man, what a life we live. But we're here. We get to do this, and it's a little break in the monotony, and uh, I'm ready. So I guess I'll start it off just by saying thank you again to everybody that's listened, and our special thank you to our sponsor this week. That's Jake <laughs> with his Airhead. Last week in our concession bracket, we talked about how underrated and forgotten Airheads were. Uh, so Tyler's mother and Jake's brother, the superior Reese, Matthew, <laughs> both sponsored us with more airheads than anyone should probably ever eat in their lifetime. So we've got that going for us. <laughs> and uh, taking a little walk down memory lane, Jake remembered, uh, realized that he liked him more than he thought he did. So uh, I'll call that a win. The watermelon jumped back out at me and just grabbed me right back in. Man, I tell you. So we've got that. Uh, we've got a great episode ahead of you. Um, I think that Tyler and I's brains were kind of synced up when we we're deciding what we you know, might discuss tonight. And I have a new activity for us in which uh, we're going to see if we can find some love on Craigslist. So I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> but without further ado, Tyler, what the heck? So uh, I think it was episode one. <clears throat> we talked about what are we missing the most uh, during this quarantine time, and I brought up sports, just any type of live sports. Um, so kind of to get my fix lately, I've just been pulling up. I've gotten to the point where I don't want to watch any more of the classic games. Like it's a lot of fun. Like I've I've gone back and I've watched the Cubs World Series been on. A lot of the Super Bowls have been replaying, so I'm watching them. It doesn't even matter who's in it. But I've I've gotten to the point where. I don't really need to watch those anymore. Um, like they're fun to watch, but once you watch them once again, you're you're kind of over it. So, I've been going back to just like clips on YouTube of honestly almost anything. Like today, I watched uh, like the <laughs> biggest choke moments of the N- in the NFL in NFL history, and it was anything from like a missed chip shot or maybe someone you know like they fumbled the snap on a field goal. Uh, 
Oh, Dropping Tony. easy. That was one of them. Yeah. And, um, that was a heartbreaker. Uh, or like just a drop wide open in the end zone. Drop the drop the catch. Was the butt fumble on there? Uh, I haven't finished yet. It's like oh. thirty five minutes long. So I'm about Mark's, twenty minutes. Mark Sanchez. In. I'm sure. I don't know if that's like choke moment though. I think that's just going to be a. Like yeah, I guess a blooper moment, play. I suppose. Yeah. Sure. I think that my favorite Mark Sanchez bit, uh, sorry to sidetrack you here, is the fact that he was suspended. Like, he was he was a free agent. Nobody signed him as their backup. And then he got suspended for PEDs anyway. <laughs> <laughs> After being, like, the most irrelevant yeah. quarterback in the league. Yeah. All right. Um, sorry about that. So the reason I bring this up is it got me thinking back to just some of the best sports moments I've witnessed, whether it's maybe it's something that I've – I was a part of myself, something I was in attendance for, or something I just saw on TV. Um, so I want to hear best sports moments for you guys, whether, again, you could, it could be something from high school when you were in sports, a live event you were at, or just something you caught on TV. And then I'll give you mine at the end this time. Wow, that's tough. Um, as a parent, my kids have had some pretty successful sporting sport outings. Uh, you know, my son took fifth in youth state, which, you know, for a youth, I get in the grand scheme of things, maybe not the biggest thing, but for where he was at and some of the things he's gone through, that was an amazing moment. I found that the youth wrestling tournament really just comes down to coaching. Um, and it's unfortunate now that it sounds like there's another victim uh, <laughs> of that downfall. Uh, my daughter has had some pretty good moments. Uh, she no longer does gymnastics, but she, a couple of years ago, maybe seventh, eighth grade year, the last year she did, she qualified for the state tournament for gymnastics, and that was she worked her tail off to get there, so that was pretty cool. Um, I'd be remiss if I didn't throw in my state two state tournament trips when I was in high school. Um, my sophomore year, I took second. was totally unexpected. I don't think anybody, even including myself, expected to qualify, let alone to get to where I was. Um, so that was that was pretty cool, uh, quite the priceless moment. I think pro sports moment. I got to go back to, geez, two thousand nine. I think it was. I was at a conference in San Francisco, and we got a group deal. Like one of the groups of that the conference went to the San Francisco Giants game, and we were in this like big group area out in left field. And I was excited to see Giants Stadium because they got the harbor there, you know, and the short yeah. porch down right field line. And so we kind of wandered the stadium. And I was pumped because Randy Johnson was playing for the Giants then. I think it, maybe it was before nine, but somewhere in 2007, 2009, right, ever, right before he retired. And uh, so we were excited, right? We were good to see the, you know, the big unit going out there. Well, he gets injured like that day, tightness in his shoulder or something. So this guy comes out. <clears throat> no idea who he is. I think he was one of their long relievers out of the bullpen, whatever. So we're, you know, with this big group of people, and we're having food and some drinks, and we're watching the game, and next thing you know, it's like seventh inning, and we're like, holy cow, this is a no-hitter. Like, this pitcher's throwing lights out. So then we start watching it really closely. I'll never forget Juan Uribe. used to be a White Sox third baseman seventh or eighth inning gets a ground ball hit to him that my my four-year-old nephew would field and throw the guy out with and it five hold him right out into left field and we're like what the heck you know come on what the heck 
That's actually where the show started. Right? So he didn't make the play. And to turn a long story into a longer story, the pitcher stayed in, went on to throw a no-hitter. So I was witnessed a live no-hitter. You know, it was pretty awesome. And when I realized that he was one, that was the only base runner, was that error on a five-hole ground ball that a four-year-old could field away from a perfect game. Like, it still shocks me. I kept my ticket stub. I bought a newspaper the next morning. And, like, my for my birthday, my, uh, my partner at work got one of those 3D frames and put, like, the newspaper headline and the ticket in there. And we had a picture from the game. And it's pretty cool. I mean, you think about all the – yeah, there's been quite a few no-hitters in the game. But, like, for, for people to say they were physically there to witness one – not just, oh, I watched it on TV. Because I have a hard time watching. I love baseball, but I have a hard time watching a full baseball game on TV. Sure. Like, it's a little slow. You're in the stadium. You got other things to occupy your time. But uh, I think that was kind of my highlighted professional sports moment as far as, you know, big, big things go. That's pretty good. I would say I've also got a couple. Um, probably my biggest personal one was uh, my junior year of high school. We took a little trip to Camp Randall for football. Uh, We lost in overtime or double overtime or something. Real heartbreaker. Um, But just being there, that was a pretty cool experience. Would that be your eighth grade year, be a close second personal highlight in your sports career? I'm not sure what happened besides the Sharon Hawks flag football team. I think won one game. I think you are a runner-up at the youth state wrestling tournament. Yeah, but they it's pretty say pretty phenomenal I've accomplishment. Heard, I've heard a really wise man once say, uh, "If you ain't first, you're last." <laughs> so I might as well have just, you know, not gone. There's a wiser man that the three of us know who said he would rather not place at state. He would rather not go That's to true. state than I've place second this. at state. Yeah, who said that? The infamous Will Utesh. That's. A, <laughs> I'd rather not even <laughs> qualify than take second at state. I would kind of agree. With that sentiment, actually. Um, Yeah, that, you know, like I mentioned before with poor Carter, who I really can empathize with, there's just, you know, there's only so much you can do with with a lack of coaching. Um, If somebody would just tell you to not get head tossed, then, you know, you see what happens. Uh, But the, the football trip to state was pretty good. Uh, in the semifinals, we were like right out of the gate against a school, ca- a town called Freedom, which I didn't know existed until that moment. And I was like, "This place is awesome." Uh, but it felt like a big America. Mis- felt like a huge missed opportunity when their uniforms were green and yellow. I was like, "What are we doing?" And they're here? the Irish. All right, they yeah. should be like, the, right? That's the least American thing ever. It should be, should be like the bald eagles. Yes, and they're the screaming eagles. That's probably better. Yeah. Um. But we were getting kind of schmacked right off the beginning of the game, which was interesting to us because I don't think any of us had hardly played in the second half until that point. Uh, but then I had a scoop and score, which like was nothing at all that I did. I just happened to be running in the correct direction. Right place, right time. Literally bounced like right into the bread basket. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how anyone would not. I just happened to be moving in the correct direction, so that was cool. Uh, I got a picture of that. Stafford Perry's behind me with, like, fist pumping. So at least I got to share my moment of glory with him. Stafford, I don't know. He probably doesn't listen. I haven't talked to Stafford in years. I saw him at Qdoba once in Beloit a few years ago, and that was, I think, the end of it. <laughs> Old staff. 
but uh, but that was pretty cool. Um, as far as watching moments, probably when Minnesota finally uh, beat Wisconsin a couple years ago for the first time in like one out of twenty, literally lifetime. my entire <laughs> lifetime. <laughs> so I had a little goofs pride there. And uh, the last several years, we've been spending Thanksgiving in Dallas in a house full of Badger fans. So me and uh, my sister-in-law's sister both went to Minnesota, so we kind of had, like, finally, just after taking a beating year after year, <laughs> we finally got to rub it in a little. So that was good. Um, that's, that's probably my favorite. Other than um, – the Devin Hester opening kickoff return touchdown when the Bears made the playoffs for the only time in my lifetime, which I they would have. I said playoffs. I meant Super Bowl. Um, they would have won if literally anyone but Rex Grossman was the quarterback, <laughs> like a guy off the street, a popcorn vendor. Of course, Kyle Orton. I was a big Kyle. Mitch Orton Trubisky. Fan. No, Mitch. I think is just Rex Grossman with a mask on. Two point oh, right? Yes, they're the same human. Yeah. Which is a shame. Uh, Kyle Orton probably would have won that game. I was a Kyle Orton fan at Purdue. He had and a great beard. Really obscurely. That's had, why you liked him. I had a Kyle Orton uh, Chicago Bears jersey because I was such a nice. dedicated <laughs> Kyle Orton. <laughs> wow. I think it was the only one they ever made, but I had it. No, I um, think he sold 17 of those in his career. <laughs> that was probably all to me, just like our listens on you the last the episode. You bought the white and the dark and the navy <laughs> and, the and the alternate. orange. <laughs> and throwback to 46. Yeah. So that's kind of where I'm at. Tyler, hit me. Um, so I think, you know, a couple for me would have been youth state tournament because, it, it, you know, it's been brought up. I made it twice. Never placed. Didn't even do that. I mean, I went two and two both times. Um, but just being in that atmosphere as a middle school kid, you're like, that's not the dream, but that's, hey, this is what I'm working for and this is what we're getting to, you know, to that next level. So I think that that always really sticks with me, that kind of, feeling or um, just being down on the floor and looking up at everyone in the Alliance Center. Um, <clears throat> pro sports-wise, I think, um, you know, one, being a Cubs fan is probably the World Series. It was Here we go. The, no, I think it's not the my only, favorite. I think the only good thing about that was when uh, Brett Eldridge sang Go Cubs Go in the park. Well, no, the, the only good thing about it was now we don't have to listen to Cubs fans say, oh, next year's our year. Well, we still do. We well, still say that. <laughs> we're still always going to say that. So, um, but I think like they're like, oh, nope, we're we won one. We're good for another hundred. Your turn, everybody else. <laughs> well, at least I saw one. Um, but that just because it's probably the most baseball I think I've ever watched in a full season. Um, even, I mean, ex- even including playoffs and other seasons, but um, just the um, the run that they had thinking – Oh no, never mind. This isn't our year. Oh wait, maybe we got a chance. And staying up late that night, having to go to school in my mind during that rain delay, I still remember thinking, "I'm gonna go to school mad, no matter what. I'm gonna be mad because they lose, or I'm gonna be mad because I'm stuck at school and I don't get to go down <laughs> to Chicago and celebrate." Um, so that was pretty cool. I think the one that really sticks into my mind, though, pro sports wise, um, and again, you guys are gonna give me some crap because it's a Packer thing. Um, you sorry. have the worst takes. I'm Who sorry. invited this guy? Okay, but this is a good play what if the you heck? guys remember. What I'm the sorry. heck? Are you talking okay. about the time that Des obviously caught no, the ball? No, I'm not talking about that. I will agree he caught the ball. <laughs> now, at the time, I wouldn't. Um, but, okay, Monday Night Football. I think it was 1999, maybe oh, 2000. Oh, I remember that. 
like it Minnesota was Minnesota Vikings. Raining, just a nasty weather. I probably had to go to bed um, at 8.30 because yeah. I was well, four. I was in, like, fourth grade, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I remember getting pulled out of school. So we're sitting there. It's raining, and I'm sitting there like, why do I? Why am I even here? I'm a kid. Like, this is – I love being in Lambeau Field, but I just want to go home. I ran love, overtime. I love sitting on bleachers like I'm at some community <laughs> dumpy park. <laughs> Come on. I have to sit on my neighbor's don't, lap. You don't, you don't trash Lambeau Field. Like Everybody that. only gets 11 <laughs> inches of seat. <laughs> um. And Favre, Bean Favre, just kind of chucks it up to Antonio Freeman. And you're watching, like, oh, that's another incomplete pass. Hits him on the shoulder after it goes through the defender's hands. Hits him on the shoulder. He picks it up. Goes in for the game-winning touchdown. And it happened, like, I was second level, but it happened right down in front of me. And I remember seeing it. And then, you know, because I was a kid, everyone jumped up in front of me. So I didn't really see how it ended and everything. (laughs) Um, But just being there and seeing that saying like I mean they had the biggest um, plays in the NFL I think that came in at like number nine in the bracket that they did this summer or last summer that I saw so just being able to say hey I was at that game like I was in that corner watching it that's that's kind of cool I mean it's something Colin and I are rolling our eyes at each other for those of you in podcast land that can't view us I just I can't wrap my head around the Packers yeah Okay. What, who thought the color scheme was a good plan? The name. Why everybody has to be such a jerk. I don't know. I just I struggle. I really struggle. But we could talk about how Aaron Rodgers is going to finish his career in Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> that's a thing that's going to happen. He'll go anywhere else. I Literally anywhere else. I don't believe you. I think he, it's going to be just like he'd Favre. He'd pull a Favre and go to Minnesota before he goes to I Chicago. I think he'll go to Chicago. Just it's so the same can, situation. Just so we can stick Why? it to the Packers. Yes. He, he can't yes. beat out Mitch Trubisky. I think that... Mitch is gone in six months. I think if we uh, laced him up on old Uke, I'm thinking that he could probably throw a ball better than Mitch. <laughs> <laughs> and he's a that, dog. That and that's tough. Bad. He doesn't have a lot of thumbs. He could throw it and catch it himself. He, he's, he could play wide retriever. <laughs> <laughs> I've been waiting for that one. Goodness. <laughs> So, as we talk about sports a little bit here, and we talk about uh, life without them a little, um, and watching reruns and that kind of thing, what are your thoughts on bringing sports back with no fans, as has been approved, you know, in a couple of states? I'm for it. I think, you know, there's a reason that baseball is America's pastime. Uh, you know, I'm not like saying it's my favorite sport in the world, but seems like you might be. I'm just generalizing. the The public's people named it that, not not just me. But anyway, I'd like to talk to them. If people are, you know, we're still under some safer at home orders across the country, and some people are are going to play it safe themselves personally. That's fine. But I think to turn on the TV and watch a live baseball game, whether fans are in the stands or not. I know I would turn on that game in a heartbeat. I mean, I'm a big Brewers fan, so I would turn on the Brewers game. I don't care if anybody's in Miller Park watching or not. American Family Insurance Stadium no. Field. Miller Park forever. <laughs> anyway, you know, I would turn it on in a heartbeat to watch. I might even watch the Cubs 
No, no I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. If they're playing the Brewers, right? Yeah, yes. Exactly. Just if they're playing the Brewers. But you I'd be on for it. We can watch them. I'll take the small one. <laughs> yes. And, you know, sit in the closet. same thing about football. NFL football, you know, we could still have fantasy football without fans in the stands. We could do a what-the-heck fantasy league with yes. three teams. That I'm pretty sure nice. I'd win that. Doubt it. Unless I who, trade away my best running back to Tyler Heck and he screws me with a oh, wide receiver. Sorry, yeah, that's tough. But that's still a little sour. neither here nor there. No, but you all in podcast land should prepare because we're going to have a big fantasy league this year. So I would be 100% for it. Um, obviously, the players, you know, when you're dealing with players, I'm sure they have concerns about their safety and their family's safety. And I get it. I totally respect it. And you're dealing with the players' unions and all the leagues, and so it's a little bit muddier, you know, than just straightforward. But in pure simplistic nature, I am for putting professional sports back on TV without even if fans aren't there. Don't get me wrong; I'd rather go up to Miller Park and, and tailgate American and catch Family game. Insurance <laughs> Stadium Park Field. Our next sponsor, ladies and gentlemen, is American Family Insurance. We'd like to thank American Family Insurance. No, but I'd be for it, so I'm curious to hear everybody's yeah. thoughts. Yeah, I think I agree. It, it'll be different probably the first couple times because I think we're used to, you know, hearing the fans in the background. It'll be really quiet. You'll hear things on the field. doesn't matter what sport. You're going to hear things that you probably normally wouldn't hear, even if you're at the game. Um, but I think that brings a, an interesting aspect to it, too, to actually kind of hear that um, and to see how different it actually feels because I don't think – once you get used to that part of it, where it's a little bit quieter, I don't think it's going to change the way we look at it or view it or anything like that. Um, but I, I agree, too, that there I, I don't think, even if sports come back, I don't think all the players are going to come back. I mm -hmm. think some are going to say, yeah, I, I don't feel safe doing it. I know there's already been players, I don't think they're doing it for the right reason because it's for the money that they don't want to play. But I think we're going to see... So we're going to see a different type of, of sport, pro sports here, but it's going to be pretty easy to get used to. And I think it's going to be good because it is going to bring another step of that kind of normalcy back into our lives um, to help us just keep moving on. For me, I don't think that whether or not there are fans in the stands um, affects my TV at-home viewing experience. Um Yes, like you said, with the difference in crowd noise and stuff like that. But I, th I don't know. For me, that is only an issue because I enjoy going to games. You know, mm -hmm. I like to go up to American Family Insurance Ballpark <laughs> uh, and get a hot dog or some cheese fries and a helmet and um, a beer. And that's the number one concession beer, item. But Snickers. I don't have enough money for that. I probably could get a <laughs> Snickers, but. You get yeah. a lot of Snickers if you don't get a beer. That's true. All of the Snickers. You get an Airhead. You can get all, especially a truckload of Airheads for the amount of one beer. Um, so I like going to games, you know, going to Soldier Field or whatever. Um, but in terms of just watching them at home, at this point I would pay like a fairly unreasonable amount of money to just be able to watch some live sports of <laughs> some kind that already haven't been aired exactly <laughs> just real sports especially football if i could fast forward to football season uh that's for sure the one that i watched the most of and watched the most closely like i would watch the heck out of a browns dolphins game right now yes. with with no stake in it whatsoever would you watch the packers play anyone besides the bears i would 
at this point, whoa, I'm not going to cheer for him. I'm just going to watch. <laughs> I don't have to get all crazy. Uh, I cheer for him. I just for all of us. need some sports, you know? Um, so I don't, I don't know. For me, the having no fans doesn't affect my at-home experience at all. It would just be a matter of, like, when can I get back to American Family Insurance Ballpark <laughs> Stadium Field? How, though, beyond pro sports, um, with all of us in the room being coaches at the high school level, I'm curious to hear your thoughts also on high school sports, the stuff that's been canceled, uh, you know, with spring sports, and the potential for, you know, having our seasons at least disrupted as a couple of us coach football and the others coach wrestling. Um, I'd like to hear your thoughts on, on that. Uh, honestly, it kind of sucks. Um, I had this conversation a little bit with my grandpa a couple weeks ago who still coaches wrestling. And the first thing I said was, how will a high school look if there's no sports going on? Like, I I went to school because of sports. Like, I was a good student. I didn't, I didn't need to try that hard at school, but I For I all went of to Mr. Heck's students that are listening to this, <laughs> yeah. he did not mean it, and you should go to school to go to school and get educated. I mean, I went and I learned. Like, I didn't just sit there and do nothing. But my, my main thing in high school was I went because I wanted to play sports. Um, and I, I went, even in the sports I didn't play, I went and I supported a lot of sports because I had a lot of friends that did... Pretty much everything. It's like a big-time athletic supporter. Yeah. I What's just, that from, Greece? <laughs> if you can't be an athlete, <laughs> be an athletic supporter. Um, I just think it, it really is going to change the atmosphere of a school. Like, you're not – it's not going to be a normal school year anyway, but now you're going to throw a bunch of students here, and there's really – I mean, because if there's no sports, there's probably not a whole lot of other mm-hmm. clubs or anything going on either. So you're pretty much taking everything – that motivates a lot of these kids away. Um, and I think that's it, – it's going to be a hard thing to navigate as a, as a teacher and as a coach. It's, it's going to be really hard to deal with. I've said that for a long time, and I probably told you this, Tyler, that as a wrestling coach for nearly 20 years, one of my things that I've said over the years is I've coached a lot of kids that need wrestling more than wrestling needs them. And I'm sure that's appropriate for any sport. You know, that doesn't matter. And I think I had some concerns for that, for, for any sport, fall, winter, or spring, depending on how things come back next year. But And it's not a huge number of kids, but there are, you know, and, and you guys have coached long enough to see, too, that there's a handful of kids that, you know what, these kids need athletics. They need, whether it's a, <clears throat> it helps them keep their grades up, or it helps them make better decisions outside, or it's not a great home life and it helps keep them away from that. Whatever the case may be, there's a lot of kids that need that sport as their outlet. And so I think that's going to be concerning where the schools, and again, I'm not in the school building, but I think the schools are going to have to be very cognizant of that and work with staff, teachers, and guidance counselors and everybody to to stay on top of those kids especially um i feel bad for these seniors for the spring sport i feel bad for kids that are going to be seniors next year i think you know there's a lot of kids that i mean we all played sports in high school and you remember back to your senior year with the final this the final that the last time you did this and it's 
it's tough to not have that final. I mean, I have a nephew who was a baseball player, and I think that's what he misses the most about this this whole thing is not graduation, not prom, is the fact that he missed his senior year of baseball, which you know he he sleeps, eats, breathes baseball. So, and going into next year, the kids that are whether they're playing college sports or not, if, if football is your favorite sport and you get that taken from you your senior year it's going to be a really tough senior year even if winter and spring sports come back and you're a football guy that we got a lot of those you know one or two sport athletes that i think it's going to be a struggle like you know i agree tyler it's, it's going to be an unusual school year in in general but i think having the possibility of some sports being canceled and other sports going on is going to make buildings a lot tougher for everybody i look at it from kind of two angles one i'm curious how this affects kids looking at playing sports in college uh, at the recruiting process Uh, and i guess i've not really looked into it that much to to know how it affects it but i i don't know what do you think that that looks like how do like because it throws off the whole process because there's generally like the period of time that you really start getting heavily recruited and the time that you're allowed to start taking visits and you know, all of this stuff happens on a very specific set schedule. Um, and now with no one being able to do any of that in person, I'm curious, you know, what you think that looks like. And it has to be a negative impact on both the recruits, on the students, and also the schools because it makes it that much harder for them as well. Um, I don't know. That's not something that I, I, you know, I had a little taste of the recruiting process and kind of backed out of it before it got too serious. So I, I guess I only kind of know what that's supposed to look like, but I know that this is, is not it. Do you think that it hurts their chances of playing at the next level? Or do you think that there's been enough contact so far that, you know, with some, I definitely think it hurts because <clears throat> your junior and senior year is when you, you know, most kids start to come into their own and that's when they get the most recruiting attention. So if you're a junior and you just got your junior year spring sport taken from you, wow, that's really your time to shine because by the time your senior year spring sport rolls around, that's all inked and signed, sealed, delivered for the most part. If you're a fall sport guy, like, hey, I'm a football guy, Okay, maybe you had your junior year of football this last year and it went pretty well, but you're expecting to go in, you know, put in all the off-season work, put in the extra lifting in the summer and the camps and come into your fall senior year and blow it out of the water in the recruiting process. And you haven't been able to do anything for the last two months. You may not be able to do any camps or seven-on-sevens or much of weight room work, you know, formal work throughout the course of the summer. And who knows if there's no football season this fall, now these recruiters are going, wow, we only got this kid on junior year or maybe sophomore year film. I mean, most of these recruiters are pretty experienced, but it's hard to read a kid from sophomore, junior to senior year. Kids take big leaps and bounds. You know, you're dedicated athletes. And, you know, sometimes they're easier to pick out than others, but I would think it's the, you know, the diamond in the rough kid that, hey, they really – spring out and bust their butt for whatever reason and and they turn out to be a great player and you're going to miss out on some of those kids yeah it's tough i think that a lot of like the big program 
kids. A lot of that probably is already set or at least headed in a direction. You know, they're getting offers younger and younger, and some of the big schools are sure. offering mm-hmm. kids at 14 now. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like you said, I think, the you know, the small schools, it'll be tough on the kids, but also, you know, the, the schools just then have to take flyers based on the little information they have because, they you know, they still have to fill that class. They need, right, they right. need bodies in the program. Um, so that's tough. The other angle I think about it is I, like, put myself in their shoes, and like you talked about, if I had to, you know, if I couldn't play football my senior year, what would that look like? Um, and I think it would be hard because, like, you prepare yourself. Like, you sit down and you're like, okay, I'm not going to the NFL. So at some point my football career is going to end. Um, but I think that regardless of the level at which that happens – you want it ideally to end on your terms you know you can go out the way that you're comfortable with and that you've made peace with and to have that taken away from you I think is no different than if it was an injury or or anything like that so I really feel for these kids because in the grand scheme of things like looking back sure you know it's just like high school sports is not the end all be all Mm -hmm. like I enjoyed them and it was fun and whatever, but it doesn't really define me as a person now, as an adult. It's not done anything for me professionally, whatever. But in but in the moment, like as a senior in high school, like nobody's gonna be able to tell you that because that is the well, highlight of your that's life. That's it. Right. Like, <clears throat> I beg to differ with you that it hasn't <clears throat> done anything for you professionally, because I think a lot of high school sports. You get a lot of life lessons out of your high school sports. Work ethic, teamwork, leadership, starvation. how to work underneath somebody, whatever. Starvation, whatever you want to say. It's called dieting. <laughs> oh, sorry. I have a daughter. Uh, missed her sophomore year of softball this spring and is super disappointed. And made the comment that, hey, Dad, I only get four years to play softball in high school. And I guess I had never thought about, like, well, not just these seniors, but hey, she just, you know, she worked really hard in the off season and she, her goal was to make varsity and play varsity and she didn't even get the chance. And she said, now I don't get the chance and now I only have two more years to play softball. And I, and I think it's, so it's all, not just seniors, but I got that, you know, I, I feel for all these kids in high school that are getting spring, maybe possibly fall, winter, you know, they're all get losing a year of it. And, and that's the thing. 25 years from now, yeah, it's not going to define who they are as a person. Uh, maybe they, they miss out on some life lessons, but as a 15, 16, 17-year-old kid, those are the days you live for. I mean, we've all said it. Like, like I agree with Tyler. There are days that I didn't want to get out of bed to go to school, but uh, all right, I got wrestling practice tonight, or I got a dual meet tonight. It, it'll that be was fine. actually the reason I stayed in bed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, there's a dual meet. Oh, I'm going to get my ass kicked. I'm toast. The other thing you brought up was, um, I think you said it's, it's not much different than like being injured in your, in your final season. As someone who was injured in his final season and didn't get to finish, I still think I had it better because we at least got, I got to go to the team sectional and, sure. and be with the team as they, as they competed. I got to go to the state tournament and cheer my teammates that qualified where they don't even – they don't get the chance this year. It's just there's nothing. Where 
yeah, my my chance, my opportunity was taken away, but my teammates were still there. I was still able to help them or do whatever I needed to do or even just, you know, watch. Um, it was still going on. So, yeah, while I think it's similar, it's it's still got to be, I think, even just For worse sure. to just not even have that chance. I get that. I also forget <laughs> that team sectionals is a thing. That's not something we're real familiar with around these parts. But <laughs> no, maybe this No, not year, at all. Hey, we'll, we'll get there. We're turning around. <laughs> On a lighter note, what's the next subject that we're moving to? I feel like this is bringing me down. I don't want to bring you down, but I do want to know, have you ever in your life, childhood or adulthood, in a time like this where you just don't have access to uh, proper sporting equipment, have you ever had to get creative and do your own thing, blaze your own trail in the world of athletics? Surely you've invented a game at some point in your life. Because I have two that go down into, I think, the uh, the invented game Hall of Fame. I'd like to hear those. Well, first, I touched on it last week when we were talking about how valuable Gatorades are as, uh, as a concession stand item, but it's bottle football. Uh, and this is really helpful. I'd like to uh, point it out to a few of you if you're at recess and perhaps football privileges have been taken away because, you know, it got too <laughs> rough. I don't. I wouldn't know anything about that from personal experience, but I'm just imagining that if that happened, it'd be easy to fill up a bottle with rocks and toss it around. Uh, actually, I think it was three or four years ago, we did have a group of boys who football privileges were taken away and they I mean they didn't use a bottle I think they balled up like a sweatshirt so it was definitely uh, a lot harder for them to throw on everything but they that, I mean they got around the rule from I what spe- I know. So there's I a will there's there, a way I specifically remember once playing invisible football at mm-hmm. recess because we didn't have a ball and it was at the time uh, let me guess you ran for a touchdown first of all they all did on the same play. <laughs> Everybody had the ball and was running. <laughs> no, because even at a young age, I knew the rules, and rules were meant to be followed, and not everybody gets to win. Okay? No participation trophies, even at a young age. Uh, but that was in the days of, like, the real good Rams, so we had a lot of Isaac Bruce and Tory Holt. <laughs> yeah, Marshall which, Falk. Yeah. The greatest, so show on the greatest show on Sharon Turf. <laughs> so that was a special time. But really the sport that I am the most proud of for being a part of um, is a Frederick Family Vacation special called Art. Art. That's two T's for those of you in two podcast two. world. All room, tiny tennis. A R T T. So what happened was we were at this condo, right? And we might be among the more competitive groups of humans that you could compile just by nature like we can't play board games together because somebody's always pissed and then we have to stop (laughs) (laughs) sounds like my family (laughs) always especially one unnamed member of the family that it was his job to you know win stuff so he super competitive is he he he, he could be a little tricky sometimes I'd say he or she but we can't really I mean there's only he's so there's only he's well there's mom there's the mom probably get pretty competitive yeah oh yeah she does a little but it's really like not close I'm a competitive guy but also I can you know like be fun and let it go 
but some people can't. But we invented a sport because the world needs sports, and we, you know you got to work with what you got. So it starts just as you know an unsuspecting game of table tennis or tiny tennis, as I like to refer to it as. The first serve has to happen on the table, and the return has to happen on the table. But from that point on, the game is played in pairs. The whole room is fair game. So what you need to do to score a point for your team is get the ping pong ball to stop moving. Whether that's burying it in the foosball table in the corner, or under a chair, or behind the vending machine. Still playing with rackets? Are you using your hands, or what are you... Nope, you still got the little paddles. Okay, Uh little paddle, got it. And we were in this, like three-season room kind of deal in Florida. Uh, so also it was 85, and my whole family sweats like I do. <laughs> so it's just... They wake filth. up in the morning swooped from sweat. We went directly to the pool after the game <laughs> concluded. But the game was hotly contested. Um, but the room was filled with, you know, like cheap white plastic, like outdoor furniture? Yep. So yeah. there's just tables and chairs everywhere. In this How many room. were broken when you were done? I don't think any were broken, but they were like... get. Tables were getting flipped and chairs getting thrown and people diving and my dad was playing and oh my god it was unbelievable um, and it was so funny I will never forget um, my one brother's wife was sitting with her feet up on a cooler drinking a beer just like watching like oh yeah they're doing this again <laughs> and my other sister in law was like oh my god, they're going to break the table, we're going to get kicked out, like, what's going on? Why are they doing this? He's going to get hurt. Why is Daryl diving on the floor? (laughs) (laughs) And this went on for an exceptional amount of time. Um, But I just wanted to, uh, you know, I thought this was a good platform to enlighten the world on on the greatest show on literally whatever surface you have a ping pong table. And uh, I'd like you all to give it a try. Actually, we've been pushing for my brother as he's building his house to make sure that there's room for an art court in the basement. Mm, that's good. So I wouldn't be surprised if it's you know becomes a televised event soon. Do you guys have the trademark for that? Not yet, but it's you know things it's are getting pretty fi- serious. It's being filed I, I for think those I know a podcast guys land. who would be well, willing to announce those games too. Well, that could be valuable, or I could f- make you uh, start a team. The league is really, it's you know, it's it's on the rise. I want to get in early and get practice. Yeah. So it sounds like what the heck is starting a fantasy football league and an art art league? That's correct. All right. Sweet. Oh, I'm going to start working out. This topic really <laughs> came up because Katie um, made me promise tonight that I would talk about art on the podcast. She thought you meant real art. Like yeah, like she was talking about art because she got these handmade <laughs> earrings today. Uh, so she wanted us to talk about art and, like, she thought that you, Jake, would be uh, the one of the group that actually had the biggest appreciation for art. Um, because it's not me. Uh, probably not me either. I take a little offense, but I i mean, I'm not surprised either. <laughs> are, like, you why like, would? are you like an art guy? I don't, I mean, I don't mind it. I'm not, it's not like I'm not going to be super snooty about it or anything. I get, but I, I enjoy like going, if someone's like, hey, you want to go to the art museum? I'm like, I, sure. No. 
I don't think I it can. It depends on who's at. Like, if you ask me, I'd probably say no. I'm sorry. <laughs> it doesn't matter who's asking. The answer's always no. No. If Katie asks you, you go. I know. We had that conversation. If my <laughs> lovely wife asked <laughs> I me, said, I would go. I was wouldn't like, be so bad. It's like, more about the company uh, than the art. That's yeah. correct. I was like, yeah, I'd go for sure. Uh, but the thing is, like, art just makes me mad. Like, it really bugs me that somebody could draw, like, four squares in different colors or the same color. And maybe they're touching, and maybe one's not actually a square. And for some reason, that is worth $8 million. <laughs> who, first of all, who decides that? And second of all, like, what What makes that more valuable than if I were to do some scribbling? Okay? And it just, uh, I can't fathom people, like, that's how someone makes a living. Yeah, I have, I have no answers for you on that one, my friend. Yeah, I don't disagree there. So that's why I don't go to the art museum, because it just stresses me out. It's not like a relaxing activity. So I can't really think of any sports that games that, we, that I've created over the years. However, one thing comes to mind in college. My roommates and I, mostly on the way home from the bars at night, we created a sport called extreme walking. And so as you're walking from the bar, you had to, like, jump up against a bike rack and kick off it or that's called parkour hardcore parkour uh, i'm older than you guys we invented it it's called extreme walking because we we're just walking and all of a sudden you jump off of a handrail God, it, you, we, you Tyler, didn't really get up on it you just this sounds so familiar <laughs> i almost feel like it's called parkour it's not it was called Extreme Walking, and then someone stole it from them and changed the name. Yeah, yeah. we never got around to yeah. trademarking it and, and getting a league going. There has been so much red tape in developing the league behind Extreme Walking. So, But we played it quite frequently. Um, mostly the three of us couldn't really get any spectators to join in. And we had very also, little fans in attendance at say, that also time. Also, probably not a lot of females were uh, really a couple, A couple females participated once in a while. Or are they more like giggled from across the street? Um, I think they That's were cheering us on. They were cheering us on. But um, it's about all the sports I think I can. No, this just came to me. The Superior Reese out in podcast world, he'll appreciate this. He's unbelievable. As will the middle child Reese, who I don't think he's listened I've yet. I've never met him. We'll have to get him as a guest. He's, just really? a, he's, oh, he's pretty he's good. He's just a big old piece of mystery to me. He's a good dude. So we created this, mostly them. I was younger, but I might have been a test dummy moreover. But it would be cool to be included with the big older brothers, right? You? Uh, no, I usually got hogtied in the yard. Well, that this is where the <laughs> story's going. At least you were included. <laughs> so we had a sandbox when we were kids, as I'm sure you guys didn't because you're not that old. And it was probably about... Uh, four by four, about four foot by That's four so foot small. square. Yeah, it's not very big. And um, so as we got older and outgrew it, we created a game called Gaki. And this game was a cross between golf and hockey. One person was the goalie. He stood in the sandbox with mostly a wedge because it was easier, you know, bigger face and had a, you know. And the other guy stood on the outside with a golf club and a golf ball. And the object was to try and hit the golf ball into the sandbox. And as the goalie, your job was not to let that ball get into the sandbox at all ways possible. So you can only imagine where this goes after a few, you know, 
line drives off the chest and they drop down for a goal and the goalie gets all pissed off and you know uh especially when the goalie's like 10 and the guy in offense is like 17 <laughs> not fair teams exactly but it was pretty cool when you weren't getting dirty and like slap shotting it off a guy's face like if you tried to like chip to a corner and you had to take your wedge and try and block it and like it was it was quite the game for some you know up and coming kids that you guys interested only because the superior we got to find a, uh, a sandbox though oh we could make it easy four by four you don't even need sand in it you just need so to you put just the, need the goal you need a square made up by boards and go at it we all got golf clubs and golf balls that's all it takes we do i'm wondering if i'm going to swing a golf club this year it's been like three years and i have not but i think that this year might be the year that i get back into it but not right now because right now it's time to find love in the world of creepy craigslist <laughs> It's come to my attention that, uh, you know, people are really taking this time at home to see if they can find their forever match or a lot of other creepy stuff in the personal section of Craigslist. So I was looking through these, and I thought that it might be interesting if we were to, you know, read through some of these as if we were the ones writing them. And then at the end, we can decide, gun to your head, who of these <laughs> creepy weirdos are you going to call back? If any of you out in podcast land, if, if this is yours, I'm sorry. but Apologize ahead of time, but you should have wordsmithed I was it a little say, better. <laughs> frankly, I'm not sorry because you should stop whatever you're doing that's made you this way. Tyler? I think that you should start. All right. Um, am I am I just reading away? Am I giving any other info? Yeah, I mean, if you got the title and maybe the location. <clears throat> All right. Um, so this first one here, this is it is titled Trail Run, Plank Road. <clears throat> just wanted to say to the runner who I happened upon twice on the trail, you made my day with your warm hello and smile. You ran effortlessly and looked fantastic. Hope someone makes your day soon. Long shot, but crazier things have happened. Would love to chat. First of all, I don't trust anyone that runs effortlessly. I don't trust anyone that runs unless they're running from something. And it's got to be big because most stuff I'll or square up on. Johnny Law. Either yeah. way. And I'm too old to run from Johnny Law anymore. I, I would like to know how... Did they happen upon them twice on a trail? That feels kind of stalkery, right? <laughs> like, and the only thing concerns I can, me a how, little. How are they both going opposite directions, and then pat like? Maybe uh, there's a circle trail, was, and they caught back up on both was, sides of know, the circle. It was just the track. little map that's given here. It doesn't look like a very. <laughs> it looks pretty straight to me, but maybe there's a different section to it. I don't know. So like kind of creepy because it actually it wasn't until that. <laughs> Until the last part. Yeah. With the long shot. <laughs> that It was pretty normal up until that point, and then I was like, okay. I mean, I don't but think it's... But it's also, the, I mean... It feels not normal to me to expect that someone's actually going to see this. 
That's true. Someone's going to see it and go, oh, my God, I remember that day. Oh, right. Yes. When I saw the man in the van (laughs) three times on my run. Jake, what do you got? I got Joanne from Milwaukee. That's the title. Call me. Our connection is bigger than both of us, and you know it. That's why you hate me, but you love me. <laughs> oh, it's pretty strong. That's it? That's I it. Nope. That's wow. it. It's pretty strong and in short words. Yes. Mine actually seems pretty normal for the most it part. It seems like there's a history with Joanne, and it does not sound like a healthy one no. to me. No, it doesn't. Not I'm not sure how their connection can be bigger than both of them. That's a big connection. It's big time. Yeah. Concerns me a little bit. You hate me, but you love me. But you hate. Sounds that you love like me. she just hates him. Period. It feels think, like isn't there like a Rihanna song or something? It is. I hate that I love you. Or oh, okay. Something. Didn't know you guys were Rihanna fans. Oh, big but time. Moving oh, big on. Time. This one, I think, it happened in Manitowoc, but I think that it's more of a southern thing. The title: Fleet Farm. You asked for my zip code, and we are neighbors. I was buying ammo and dryer sheets, and we started talking. I guess we're neighbors. I thought you were really cute and want to ask you out. That's it? That's all I got. That's it? Yeah. I thought it'd be more to it. I was really waiting. It seemed that way, but I think it's undeniable the kind of passion that can burn over ammo and dryer sheets. <laughs> Fleet Farm brings that out in people. Oh my god, what a store. Everything you could imagine. Beer, gun, end table, dog right food. It's truck stuff. <laughs> truck stuff. <laughs> if you need a snowblower, pick one of them up too. And gas on your way out. And feed and for your horse. Free popcorn if you buy more than seven gallons. True. I'm in. Yeah, I'm going to Fleet Farm right now. Yeah. Pack up your stuff. <laughs> Tyler. Round, Round two. What else you got? Round two. <laughs> Number two. <laughs> All right. Your first um, one wasn't creepy, so I'm hoping that this one's got better. Yeah, I mean, that, it was slow, but. Um, so I believe this is titled Meyer Sheb. S H E B. Is that a place? Is that in the parentheses? Yes. Sorry, so that's the location. Somewhere in Sheb. Ah, okay. Oh, Sheboygan probably. Oh, oh it's Sheboygan. got it. For I got sure. you. All right, so Myers and Sheboygan. Got it. You were with your man, but I couldn't Strong help not looking. Start. Yeah. <laughs> oh, ass for days. For days. If you're getting bored with the kid, hit me up. <laughs> I know you saw me Saturday night around 8 or 9 p.m. <laughs> that here's, is awesome alright so here's my question <laughs> when he refers or she when they refer to the kid is that also is that just they're saying the man is a kid now yeah, I think so I think it's like demeaning okay. to yeah. the boyfriend like yep. if you're ready for a real man yep okay. that's where that's, I'm taking it to that's what I was thinking too but I just wanted to I mean you're with your man and if you're bored with the kid I don't know if they were two separate oh like if there's a kid yes Sure. But I don't know why sure, they sure, would sure. say that, but then again. You never know in mean, Sheboygan. Ask for days. Ask for days. Well, since we're on the Sheboygan, this is Emily from Antonio's in Plymouth. Oh. Plymouth, I think. It's right it's up by Sheboygan. Very exotic. You used to work there 
then quit. Now nobody goes there because everything is shut down. (laughs) We used to lock eyes all the time. I know I'm a bit older than you, but would love to get together. Please email back. That's it, but there's no email. How old? I wonder so, if you can get to it like through Craigslist. How old do you think that guy is? I'm picturing a guy who's like full gray beard, older, gray hair, like yeah. near old you know grandpa man. age. Like, I, know, I know I'm a bit <laughs> older than you. Is actually 35 yeah, years. Because I'm, I, you know, I'm 41 and I'm I'm a bit older than you guys. But I'm picturing this guy to be like the age gap is at least mu- double. Yeah, what's here? It has to be because otherwise you don't say that. Well, I'm a I'm a bit older right. than you. Like to try and like make it sound less creepy than yeah. it is. Creepy guy. And yeah. the reason they own it sounds to me like Antonio's is a restaurant maybe. It must be. And they used to lock eyes all the time. Maybe because she was a waitress and she had to take your order. Like <laughs> yeah. she had to she look at you to take your order. It's just him as private waitress. <laughs> I think I think he's on to something. It sounds like they had a really strong connection. And now no one goes here cuz quarantine. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> Couldn't keep my eyes off of you in Manitowoc. Oh, that's the title. Nice. I thought you were just jumping right into it. No, man, that's the title. This evening, I brought my children to the park. I'm strong. <laughs> you and yours arrived after us. You caught my attention immediately. First your hair, then your smile. Than how playful you were with your kids. You are ridiculously attractive. I was fortunate enough to walk past you once, and hopefully you didn't catch me blushing. LOL. Anyway, I doubt you'll see this, but whoever you are, you've been on my mind since. If you do, respond with what park, or with what your kids were playing. With any luck, I'll get to see you again. Smiley face. Yo, that doesn't seem so bad. I Are mean, really? Because it feels like they both have families. Maybe they they're single, single parents. Yeah. Maybe also, he's being real creepy and he's like, <laughs> "What are your kids playing with?" Now it sounds to me like he's more interested in the adult love. I, I want to know kid love. what the kids were playing and if they actually know. There's no chance. No. Like. When your kids run at a park, even when you pay attention to them, you yeah, still don't know what they're, what they're playing. Like I don't know. Is that a worm? Is it? Are you playing? Oh, no, that's a shiv. You're playing freeze tag? No, say. you're not. You just are. You're caught up in the swing and can't get out. <laughs> Dude, being a parent sounds awesome and also terrifying if you get creeped on at parks. It is equally two doses of both. <laughs> Save the best for last, Tyler. Oh, this is going to be a good one. Mine is awesome. I am super pumped. (laughs) Round three. All right, round three. General store treenery Wednesday evening. You were in the general store wearing a pink tank top, jean shorts, and camo muck boots. (laughs) I was never there. Nice. We both were looking at each other, Uh but you were with a woman, so I didn't approach. If this is you, tell me what you bought. So <laughs> this it? is is this from the cashier at the general store, or because if it's not, then, oh, it's, yeah. then it's creepy. I because remember then you're that. You're watching what yeah, they're oh, buying. Yeah. You're watching. Come on. Also, so, the getup. Yeah, it's a good getup. Pink up. tank, jean shorts, camel muck boots. That's <laughs> strong. So it was 
but she was with a lady. Are we assuming or, that that was a lady? That's a, I, I keep don't know. I keep getting flip flopped on. You're it. with a woman, which means is it a dude wearing a pink tank top <laughs> jeans? <laughs> because I, why? My initial thought was woman, and then I flip flopped. Yeah. And then I was like, man, I'm trying to picture a guy in jorts with his muck boots on. And a pink and a tank. tank. And a pink tank. <laughs> and I can't. Yeah. No. Because what would stop them from talking to a woman with another woman? Right. It feels like a wing Maybe. woman. Unless something else was going on. They're holding hands. But I feel like at this point they'd mention it. Depends in, what, uh, well, it depends what they sell at the general store also. That's true. Also, I think we should bring back general stores. Yes. I would like a pack of Band-Aids, a horse, and a bowl of oatmeal. Uh, isn't Fleet Farm essentially a general store? It is. <laughs> Never mind. Yes. We're still going it's to Fleet Farm. It's just a ma- massive yeah, general store. Yeah, the greatest of all general stores. Well, my third one is a doozy, too, let me tell you. Mushroom hunting in paradise. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Do you think it's a real town strong. called Paradise? Or I, it, I hope it is, because I'm going there. like if you had two tickets. Dude, let's see if we can find any mushroom heads in the woods. I like them any size. If you want. (laughs) This is where this this sentence goes bad, no matter how I read it. I'll try and get through this. I'm going to start over. Let's see if we can find any mushroom heads in the woods. I like them any size. If you want, we can put it in my warm, dark, and moist hole to see if we can get it to grow bigger. Oh my gosh! So they're not mushroom. I'm hunting. pretty sure they're not talking about no. Paradise, the city with a great mushroom in the woods outlet. Honestly, they might be though, because if he has like a mushroom, you know, like a fungus farm at his house, perhaps people are into hydroponics and stuff. That's a thing. Yeah, but they don't. No, they don't word it. They like don't that. want it. Put it in their warm, dark, moist hole to see if they'll grow. <laughs> Not sure that fits into. A I'm sorry. I guess I just don't really understand what you're talking about. I thought that <laughs> we were just talking about gardening. Yeah, I guess so. Oh. I'm out. So Jake's not in for gardening. <laughs> got it. I've got uh, my final one. Guy with black shorts, gray sleeveless T-shirt, jogging in Waukesha. In Waukesha. Nice. You got a jogger in there. This is going to be ridiculous. Pretty out on joggers. Also, Katie does this weird thing where she says Waukesha. Waukesha? What? Yeah. It's what? Waukesha, right? Yeah. 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 No, she hits me with the Waukesha. She's like, trust me, I live there. And I'm like, I'm telling you. Nobody that lived there would say that. (laughs) No one in the entire planet is like, oh, yeah, Waukesha. I'm out on that. Unless you're a big Kesha fan. Oh, man. Then you'd go What about that one song uh, where at the end she says, I like your beard? That was about us. It was, yeah. Two of the three of us. No, it was about all three of us. Next episode, (laughs) I think we can power rank Kesha songs. Yeah, I'm in. (laughs) Oh, Kesha. (laughs) You were the guy in black shorts and gray sleeveless shirt jogging at the... the Gracefully, the shirt jogging at the at the intersection near Rivers Edge Apartments. I was at the intersection in my silver Hyundai, and I gave you a greeting nod. <laughs> Time out. Do your greeting nods go up or down? Mine go up. Does it depend? I think I do both. Does it depend who you're greeting? I guess yeah. Some people I just give. Oh a yeah. I agree. If it's someone I don't know, I think I give the full. 
up, down, I th- up. I think if you're like a buddy, you're like, oh, what's up? Yeah. But if it's like a nice old lady, you might give her like a howdy. Yeah, you give the down. Howdy. I think that the word howdy comes out as your head moves. Howdy. <laughs> I don't. I don't use that word. You should so start. I think I'm gonna start next time I go to Fleet Farm. Yes. <laughs> also call people partner. One time my dad <laughs> called the uh, McDonald's drive-through guy partner. Well, thanks, partner. Can I get a couple of ketchups? <laughs> what? The guy's like, sure. Is your horse? <laughs> you got cup holder on that thing? <laughs> I gave you a greeting nod. You nodded back and continued your continued your jog crossing the street. This was this afternoon. Today is Saturday. You are a guy, and I am a guy. <laughs> oh, all right. That is a plot twist because I was not expecting that. It's a little bit shocking. Seems harmless. It's not like he stalked them. Might have. Nah, he just said. Well, you, if he did, I he saw didn't you jogging. You crossed the road. He didn't say, "Hey, I saw you I three other times on the trail." I just immediately have character concerns about anyone that takes to Craigslist to track down somebody that they just encountered in everyday oh. life. Because you haven't done that at least once. I have, and now we're engaged. <laughs> <laughs> but it doesn't work for everybody, yeah, so no, don't go but, trying like, this. Don't try. It's dangerous. If it's you really want to try, we have nine different people for you to choose from. Tyler, you've got your phone in your hand, and you're ready to call one of these people back or email them back at an email address that we can't seem to find on the paper. Which of the nine are you the most oh, interested in? Oh, we're in? picking of the nine. Oh, we can pick them all. Oh, I thought we only picked out of our own three. Wait, I can. Am I picking the poster or who they're posting about? <laughs> you are picking the poster. So, like, you are the subject of this. Oh, I'm the subject. Are you going to so call them back? Can we I, get a synopsis again? Yes. Run through just maybe the title. That'll, you know, jog my memory. Fleet Farm, you asked my zip code, and we're neighbors. Couldn't keep my eyes off of you at the creepy park. And you're a man, and I'm a man, and it's Sunday. <laughs> and I got Emily from Antonio's in Plymouth. That poor girl. I feel like we should, like, go Everything's all shut down. <laughs> and then I got, Joanne, call me. <laughs> Because, you know, our connection's bigger than both of us. And then I got the old mushroom hunter coming in in paradise land. You got some winners over there. Right in my dark, moist hole. Right. Honestly, I'm, I'm picking the one I read first, Trail Run. Uh, I think that was... the Harmless enough? The least harmless of them all. Like, you're playing it off like maybe it's a coincidence that they're following you on the trail? Yeah, the only other thing is, like, if I... If, you know, the poster is walking. The other person jogs past. They're walking the same direction. Gets to where they want to go and comes back. Then they see each other twice. He's trying to justify it he so is. he feels comfortable calling Seems them. Seems like he posted this one. You know. Yeah, you caught me up in Sheboygan. <laughs> <laughs> You're always jogging in Sheboygan. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, I was walking. Oh, she yeah. was jogging. <laughs> but hey, long shot. What crazier things have happened? What about the chat? <laughs> I think I'm, my new life mission is to find Tyler Love on Craigslist. Oh, I'm as soon as I'm if it can off ha- of this, if it, starting. If it search. can happen for me, man. <laughs> oh, Katie's gonna kill you. No, the saying is one in a million, not two in a million. Hey. 
You well, took the one in a million. He could crazier, be in a different million than me. That's right. Crazier oh, things sure. have happened. And he's a math guy. He'll do whatever he needs to mm-hmm. do with the numbers to make them yeah, work in his favor. It. Yeah. Who are you picking, Mr. Colin? Here, I'll give you – you guys heard yours. I'll give you another uh-huh. rundown on mine. So the first one was Trail Run. Um, the next one was Myers. Uh, you were with your man, but couldn't help <laughs> looking. And you know, when you're when, done with the kid. When you're ditching that kid. Yeah. Uh, and then – at the old general store, oh, with, the general store the with, the with the lady, jeans, the jorts, and the, the muck boots. <laughs> Hi. I know which one you're picking. I'm torn because I'm big on uh, nature, so I'm really drawn to the recreationally growing fungi. <laughs> <laughs> Because I, I just don't see what else that could be about. It's, if, if, if I'm getting free morals out of it, it feels worth it's it. It's at least on my list. That's right. But I think... God, it's hard. It's so hard. Are you still talking about the mushroom one? That's what she said. I think that uh, if I was looking for a partner, they might be one that... Uh, buys both ammunition and dryer <laughs> sheets at the same time they're clean they love america the fleet farm they had fleet farm i can't think of a better place for a first date truth does have everything everything we could probably get some candles maybe like uh one of those cheap cd players you can put some romantic tunes on i i don't know i'm torn i think tyler's Trail run is probably the safest, least <laughs> creep. It's the, the the least creepy. You of tried the to tell me that the creepy guy in the white van at the park was not creepy, but he's trying oh, to abduct a whole family. He but he brought his own kids, right? Yeah, yeah he a, had his kids. You had your kids. I guess they were harmless. Did it say it was his kids? No, he just brought they're just the kids. ones that he <laughs> stole. Well, it was a tight race yeah. between those two. And I know that you're a sucker for <laughs> moist, warm, dark holes. <laughs> the one that scared me about the park one was about the kids. Like, I don't... Yeah, yeah. We're yeah. there's to kids the involved. Kids right. Now. right. That's why when it's just you and me and we're out on trail running and I yeah. happen to come across you twice. But when you're and ready I can to, handle It myself, seems like so. true love. But when you're ready yeah. to ditch the kid... That's it's true. Time, I think that guy... He sounds real confident in himself. He does. Yeah, he does. I'm a man. I'd like to meet him. I hope he's listening. Like if him. you were the one at Myers in Sheboygan, <laughs> you sound like a real jerk. Do better on Craigslist. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that makes me very nervous about the kind of people floating around in our society today. But they're not really going anywhere, so they're not. So we might as well enjoy it, you know? Have a good laugh about it. Have an airhead. Have an airhead. Have a laugh. Have a beer. And, uh, you know, it's about that time. You could probably have a good night's sleep, except by the time you're listening to this, it's Saturday morning, and you should not go to bed. You should get up and do something, even though I think it's going to be raining. It's all right. There's probably something you could do around the house that you haven't done Something you can do around the house for your significant other, perhaps. If you don't have a significant other, hop on Craigslist, you know? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what you're waiting for. (laughs) Happiness is just a click away in Sheboygan, probably. Or Paradise. Or Paradise City with mushrooms. All right, guys. 
thanks for coming out. Episode 3 was a success. We had a little bit more serious talk, but sports have been so far ingrained in my brain lately that uh, I just had to get it out. But we appreciate you joining us. We appreciate our show sponsors and these delicious airheads. And, uh, you know, I reckon we'll be back next week to fill your ear holes with more goodness. So, Jake Reese, Tyler Heck, I'm Colin Frederick. Enjoy your evening. Finish that beer. Always have another one, because if one's good, two's better. And we'll see you next time.